Shalom everybody, today we are learning Shaftim, Parak Vav. In today's Parak, Klai Yisrael again falls into the cycle of doing evil. After the period of Devera, the Shaftim, Klai Yisrael goes back into the cycle of doing Ra. The, then the king of Midian, the Midianites are going to be in charge of Klai Yisrael again. They're going to bother Klai Yisrael. They're going to steal their cattle, destroy their fruits. Klai Yisrael is going to call out HaKadosh Baruch Hashem is going to send a Malach to Gideon. Gideon is going to be the next Shaftim, which we're going to see. He's going to bring Klai Yisrael back to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Parak is going to describe HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Malach performs Nisim to Gideon to show that he's a legitimate Malach from Hashem, and the parak is going to end off with Gideon preparing for war, preparing to fight against him in Yadim. So let's see Parak Vav, Pasuk Al, the parak starts off, Again, Klai Yisrael falls back into the cycle of doing evil. Klai Yisrael is doing Rab and Hashem, and Hashem gives him over into the hands of the Midian. The Malvin points out over here that in the first two, the first two times of the cycle, the Pasuk start, the parak starts off by saying, and the other Prakim, the, the parak starts off that they continue to do bad. So the Malvin's bother. Why over here doesn't say that they continue to do bad here? It just sounds like they just start to do bad. So the Malvin points out, he says that during the period of Devar, an amazing thing happened, that Klaesau completely turned back. They did Shuvah Gemurah, and therefore it doesn't say that they continue to do bad, because the, every Avera that they did in the times of Devar, and before then, they were forgiven. That's what the Pasuk Starts off by Yasu, it was a new type of beginning of, of doing Ra because they are forgiven for everything they did before. Pasuk Bays, Atalaz, Admin, the Midianim were bothering Klaistral. They will, as we'll see, they would steal their flocks, they would steal their fruits. That's why they had to make these caves, they had to hide away from them. They used to come and bother Klaistral, they would steal their animals, steal their flock. In they would come to destroy the land because they had so many animals. They would come and they destroy the land. And again, Klaisal calls out to Baruch Hu. They are being oppressed by the Midianim and they call out to Hashem. Hakadosh Baruch Hu sends an Ishnavi to Bnei Yisrael, which Rashi brings down from the Seder Eilam. This Navi is referring to Pinchas, which we'll come back to attend to the park. This is the simple level. This is referring to Pinchas. So Pinchas comes along. So now Pinchas, the Navi, comes along and he starts delivering a message from Hashem that I, he says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu delivered you from Mitzrayim Atlas, the the Malach continues and tells Klai Yisrael that they didn't listen to, into the voice of HaKadosh Baruch they didn't listen to what Hashem said by Yavai Malach Hashem this mala comes and he sits under this tree in Afra, in the place of Yayash, the father of Ezri, and Gideon, his son, was chopping up wheat, he was harvesting wheat under the tree over there, under the olive press, because again, they were running away from the Midianim, he was doing it in hiding, so that the Midianim wouldn't come along and take away his wheat. The Malach Hashem comes along and he tells him, and the Malach says, Hashem is going to be with you. So Gideon responds, Is it true that Akalish Baruch was with us? That Akalish Baruch was performing Yisim with us? What happened? It seems like Akalish Baruch abandoned us. The Midianim are ruling over us, and Hashem is not helping us. So Pasigidal, the Malach responds to him, that Akadish Baruch Hashem responds to him and says that you should go with your go with your kayak, go with your strength, and I will send you, you're going to be my shtech, and you're going to be successful against Hashem. I'm a small young man, how exactly am I going to help Klaisal? Hashem responds, I'm going to be with you. You're going to destroy Midian as if they're just one person. So uh, Gideon responds, if you talk 
Hashem, please perform an ace so I can see, so I can recognize that you're really a Shaykh of Hashem. Don't leave until I come back. So Gideon says, I'm going to test you. I'm going to see if you're going to perform an ace. And he asks him, wait one second, wait a moment. Gideon comes back, he brings back the matzah, he brings back some matzah. And the Malach of the Kim responds, Put it down the rack. Put it down the rack, and I'm going to perform an ace. So it was clear that a miracle happens that a fire all of a sudden springs from the food. The Malach performed this miracle, performs this nace, and now Gideon recognizes, he realizes that this is for sure a Malach Hashem. And now Gideon saw that it was a Malach Hashem. That he's going to have peace with him, he shouldn't be scared, he's not going to die. Again, the Mufar should point out there's a very interesting dialogue over here that we keep on seeing. It switches off from the Malach talking and then Hashem talking. Definitely interesting discussion of the Farshim. Exactly what is happening over here. And again, what exactly is a Malach? That is the subject of a debate between many different Mufarshim, many different of the early Rishayim. Now, Gideon builds a Mizbeach in front of Hashem Yikra, Hashem Shalom, and he calls Hashem Shalom, which actually the Gemara and Shabbos tells us that this is one of the Makaris, that Kaddish Baruch Hu's name is actually Shalom, Adiyam Azai, Denim, Afras Aviyah, as he said. He set up this Mizbeach to remember the nays that happened over there. Pasuk of Eva Laila, Huba Yermin, Lo, Hashem, Hashem tells Gideon, Kachas Parashar, Shalavicha, Parashari Shabbos, Shalom, Arastas, Mizbeach, Abal, Shalavicha, Asher, Asher, Lav, Tichris. Hashem commands him to take the two oxes of his father. And to destroy the mizbeach which the mizbeach of desire, to cut down the asher tree of anisa mizbeach Hashem, like you should build a mizbeach for Hashem. Al reish hamoz asab baracha. Well, kachlas apar Hashem elisa elabatzi asher asher tichris, and you should take the par, you should take the cow that which designated for desire, and you should bring it up as an ayla, and you should use the atzi asher to burn it. Which will come back to this. The Gemara tomorrow tells us that this on this night eight different things which are generally aser were permitted over here because we see a bunch of different things which are normally aser atzi asher and neva and mukta a bunch of different things. We'll see. I call this baracha tells me tonight you can be over these easter room paschal zamikach kedenas. Gideon takes ten of his servants and he performs like Hashem said. He was afraid to do it during the day because he's afraid of people. So he did it at night so that people wouldn't see. So the people of the city wake up and they see that their Mizbeach, the Baal, the Avaydazar, is destroyed and the Asher tree also is all cut up. And the ox is brought up as an as a carbon. So they are asking, they asked around, who exactly did this Avera? Who cut it down? They found out that it was Gidon who did this terrible thing. In their eyes, it was a terrible thing. They destroyed the Vedazar. So the people in the city turned to Yayash, the father of Gideon. They said, Take out your city, we're going to kill him. Because he cut down the Mizbech, he cut down the Vedazar. So Yayash, the father responds, You have to defend Baal. If he's Taka Elohim, I'm sorry, if he's Taka a god, if you think this this Baal is really a god, so let him fight back, let him defend himself. You don't need to defend this, you don't need to kill my son. Let the Avayi desire himself, let him take revenge against my son. So now, that day they called Gida and Yerubal, 
They called him this name to reference to show that the the Zara should take vengeance, should take revenge against Gidon, which again never happened because the Avodah Zara didn't have any power. Now all the nations come together; they come a band together to fight against Israel, and they band together to fight against Klaisel. Now Ruach Hashem comes upon Gidon, which the Farshim say that Gidon got this tremendous power, this tremendous strength from Hashem. And then he blew a shaifar and he calls out to Klai, so they're going to band together to fight against the enemies. And he sends Malachim to the different Shvatim, to Menashim, Malachim, Shalach, Ba'ashim, Rizulim, Avtav, Yalik, Ras, when he calls, he sends out Shulchim, he sends out messengers to gather up the troops, to gather up Klai, so to fight. Please help me, please save Klai, so please help me in the battle. But first, he just says, I want you to perform another nace, which we'll come back to this before we discuss why exactly, what do you want the nace, what do you need the nace to happen? So he says, Matzah Kizah Tzarem Bagar, he says, I'm going to put down some wool on the on the floor, and Matalya Gizah Levadim Al-Kards, Chayar Vyadat Kizah Tzarem Bagar, so Gideon asks Hashem, please perform a nace, I'm going to put some wool on the floor, and tomorrow morning I want that the wool should be soaked with dew, and the area around it shouldn't get dew, so that will be clear to me that a nace, is, that a nace happened. Pasuk Lamechas V'Yichain, Vayashki Machas that's what happened the next morning. Gideon came along and he squeezed, he squeezed out the wool and he saw it was soaked with dew. And like Rashi explains, it doesn't say that the area around it was totally dry because the Titus says that a Kodesh Baruch made a bris and he's never going to withhold the tali, he's never going to withhold, withhold dew from the earth. So therefore, there was dew on, in the other areas as well, but there was that much more dew on the Giza on the wall, so it was clear that it happened. Puzzle on the so Gideon tells Akalish Baruch, please don't be angry with me. I'm going to ask you to perform one more miracle. So Gideon asks for one more nace to happen. He asks that the next morning the Giza, the shearing, should have no tile, should have no dew, and the area around it, the ground around it, should have dew. The next morning woke up, there was no dew on the wool. But in the area around it, there was a lot of dew, so it was clear that another nace happened. So let's just start working backwards over here. The Radak over here asked the Kasha, how exactly? We know that it's also for a person to test the Baruch, a person now to tell Hashem, I'm going to test you, and I'm only going to listen to what you say if you perform an ace for me. What does that mean? If a Kaddish Baruch tells you something, you listen to him. Why exactly did an ace? Did he ask for an ace from Hashem? So Rapsad Yagain, he brings out Rapsad Yagain in Sefer Munis Vadeus. In Maimur Zion, he asks this Kasha, and Rapsad Yagain responds with it. Rapsad Yagain answers, that Gideon was not testing HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He wasn't Chas Vashem telling Hashem, I don't believe that you could perform such a nace, you're going to be able to help me in the war, and therefore I want to see if you talk, could perform miracles. Of course, Gideon believed that Hashem could save him. Gideon heard about all the Nisim that Hashem did already. It was clear to Gideon that Hashem could help him. However, the question that Gideon was bothered by Gideon was asking, was, am I royi? Am I befitting that a nation happened through me? That's what Gideon wasn't sure about. So that's what Gideon asked for the first nace. And still Gideon said, I'm not sure. Am I really fit that a, a, a nation happened because of me and my schutz? So that's why Gideon asked for the second nace to happen. And then HaKadosh Baruch performed both nisim, And then it was clear to Gideon that yes, he was going to be the shliach. He was going to be the messenger to help to save Klai. So let's go back, moving back to the beginning of the parak. Definitely a lot of ideas, beautiful... Shot to what the Mepharshim have in this parak. So number one, going back to the beginning of the parak, the parak describes how the Midyadim would come into the land and entire Tisrael, and they would destroy the fruit, they'd destroy the cattle, because that was the way that they were fighting against Klaisal. So it's interesting that actually in Jewish war, we have an Isser, we have Isser made a rice that to do the same thing, that Klaisal, when they go into battle, the Lachas, they're not allowed to chop down the fruit trees, they're not allowed to destroy things. That is part of the Isser of Altashas. The Chinach actually brings us down, Mitzvah, Tav, Kuv, Chav, the Chinach writes that the Iker Mitzvah of Baal of destroying fruit trees is actually when Klaisel goes out to war. He brings down Sherish Mitzvah Yadush, that the purpose of this Mitzvah of not being destructive, not destroying things, is because 
Klai is supposed to love the good. We have to distance ourselves from all acts of destruction. He says that there's two ways really to bring people closer to Hashem. Either you could show them how HaKadosh Baruch is going to punish you, how terrible it is if you don't listen to Hashem, or the other way around, that if you show people how much HaKadosh Baruch loves you and you're happy and you bring people closer to her that way, he says that's really the way that we do it. He says you shouldn't destroy even anything in the world. And so that, that's how the Chinuch explains that is the Yitzhar of Ashkasa. So again, just something important to recognize, to remember that Klai we rebuild, we fight evil through rebuilding, we don't fight evil through acting evil ourselves. Continuing along, we saw the Pasuk brought down, and a Navi Hashem, a Navi came along to bring a message to Klai Yisrael. So we saw that Rashi brought down, and they say, referring to Pinchas, Pinchas was a Navi. Throughout Bhagavir is bothered, if you tell me that Pinchas was around, Pinchas was a Navi and he was around, so why don't we find that he was more active in the past few Parakim? Why wasn't he giving Musa to Klai Yisrael? Why wasn't he giving new voice to Klai Yisrael? So if you take a look at the Rabbah, in the beginning of the parak, he brings down, he asks his kasha, and he says, He suggests that a kavi pinchas is elio. Kikfar is parshal yo gamkin chayishan. Rabbi, he says, because yo also we know lived for a very long period of time, and it could be also that we know that elio possibly never died. And now asks the rabbi, v'yesh l'shayil l'shal acher sheiz a navi kayam. After that, we have a navi who is alive. If you're telling me that elio pinchas was alive the entire time. Why didn't he give most of the class? Why didn't he do the move of Devar if Pinchas was still around? So answers the Rabbag that he thinks his suggestion is that this Pinchas did not always have Nevu'ah. He only had Nevu'ah at very specific times. And he wasn't also, he didn't have the Kerch to lead Klaistral. Meaning it could be that he did have Nevu'ah at certain periods of time. But also he wasn't necessarily given the leadership tools, the leadership skills to be the leader of Klaistral. That's why we need Gideon over here. So again, the idea over here says that it could be even though Pinchas did have Nevu'ah at certain periods of time, but still he was not tasked to be the leader of Klaistral. And that's why we find that he wasn't coming along giving Musser to Klai Yisrael, jumping to Parak Yadal, Parak Yadal brings down that because of this, the Pasuk says that after Gideon ha- brings his taina to HaKadosh Baruch brings his taina to this Malach, and he says, you're not saving us, then HaKadosh Baruch responds, now you're going to be the one to save Klai Yisrael, and Rashi brings down, Pasuk Yadal, even Elav, HaKadosh Baruch Hu Ba'atzmeh, HaKadosh Baruch himself responded after Gideon told the Malach that he, how come HaKadosh Baruch is not saving us, Bekarech Hazeh, says Rashi, Bekarech Hazchus Hazeh, Shalmat Asiniguri Albani, Abni, that Rashi brings out the reason why Gideon was going to be tasked, Gideon was now going to be the leader that Anish is going to have during he's going to save Klaisel is because he was a defender of Klaisel. He was tithing to Hashem. He was asking Kadesh Baruch Hu, how come you're not saving Klaisel? Says Rashi, that is the reason why Gideon was chosen to be the one to lead Klaisel to fight that Kadesh Baruch was going to make an ace through, which is based on the Medrash. And the Medrash points out that Gula comes when you have somebody who's trying to defend Klaisel. That's how Kadesh Baruch was going to perform the Gula through somebody who's trying to defend Klaisel. Let's just discuss this for a few minutes. This beautiful idea of a person trying to be Lamed Schuss Klaisel, trying to defend Klaisel, being the Senegro of Klaisel. So, number one, there's a beautiful Mishnah Sharm in Shar Chasidas. Parakutas, and he brings down that this is one of the fundamental usitis of a leader of Klai Yisrael, somebody who's trying to lead, lead Klai Yisrael, somebody who loves Klai Yisrael and tries to defend them. And he brings down this Rashi, says the Ramchal, that a Kaddish Baruch who loves people who love Klai Yisrael, the more a person loves Klai Yisrael, so to Hakadosh Baruch Hu loves him, and Hakadosh Baruch Hu connect to him more. Elohim, Yisrael, and says the Ramchal that these are the true great leaders of Klai Yisrael. Hakadosh Baruch Hu chavit from Harbe, that Hakadosh Baruch Hu desires them a lot. And as Rashi brings out in the last week's parsha, Rashi Shemayis, that was also the reason why Moshe Rabbeinu was chosen as a leader of Klai Yisrael because he also was a defender of Klai Yisrael. He felt their pain. Shemayis from Asim Al says the Mishnah Shabbat they give themselves over for their flock for Klai Yisrael. And they look out, they're sensitive, and they're careful to seek out 
What exactly Klaisol needs? And the leaders of Klaisol, people who are really care about Klaisol, they're constantly diving for Klaisol. That what exactly is the pshat over here? The pshat is that the father, you know, the father loves the most. The father loves the most somebody who loves his own children, and that's the same thing over here. Says the Mishnah Sharm that Hakadosh Baruch says, if you love Klai Yisrael, if you love my children, then I will love you even more, and I'll perform an ace through you. So definitely a beautiful Mishnah Sharm. Something to keep in mind. The Chavetz Chaim writes in the Sefer Shem Eilam. That somebody who is Malamit Schutz on Klai Yisrael, a person who is always looking out to defend Klai Yisrael, to find Limit Schutz on them, HaKadosh Baruch Hu also is Malamit Schutz on that person as well, which is similar to the Gemara and Shabbos writes in Parakel Kitzvei. The Gemara writes that Kol Adonis Chavar Lekav Schutz, Don Leisel Lekav Schutz as well. The person who has done his friend Lekav Schutz, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will Don Lekav Schutz as well. And before Hashem asks, I don't understand. We can, we can understand that a person can be Don his friend Lekav Schutz because a person doesn't know exactly all the things, all the details which went into the person's actions. So the person could say, maybe he did it for this reason, maybe he did it for that reason, and that's why we can rely on our friends. But they ask the Achorayim, but what does it mean that Kaddish Baruch is going to down a person like Kavzchos? Hashem knows exactly why he did, exactly why he did the action, what thoughts you had. So how can Hashem be down like Kavzchos? So one of the beautiful pshat I heard was that what does it mean to be down like Kavzchos, your friend? It doesn't mean that you say that the person didn't do the avera. You saw he talked to the avera. What it means is is that you say that even though the person did the avera, but still the person has so many other mouths, the person does so many other positive things, and those totally outweigh the small negative thing, the small avera that he did. So too, so if you do that on your friend, if you do that on Clyde, so Hashem says I'll do the same thing to you. Hashem says I know that you did averas, I know that you did bad things, but still I know that you do so many more mitzvahs and so many other things, so many other positive things, and that's how I'll, that's what I'll focus on. That's what it means. If you die on your friend like Kavzchos, Hashem will die on your Kavzchos as well. Some cipher and drushes. Take a look. And his drush is the Shabbos of Gadol. He also writes another beautiful idea based on this concept. He says that a Kaddish Baruch Hu, why does Hashem bring the Yeshua? Why does Hashem bring the Geula of Klai Yisrael through somebody who's nice to borrow, through somebody who tries to defend Klai Yisrael? So it says, the beautiful, says the beautifully, he says, because a person who's trying to defend Klai Yisrael, a person who feels the tsar of Klai Yisrael, feels the pain of is Klai Yisrael, he's somebody who is following the ways of Hashem. Why? Because the Pasuk says that, that Hashem says, that I am with you, Hashem says, I feel the pain of Klai Yisrael. So therefore, says Hashem says, for a person who follows in the ways of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he's following in the ways of Hashem, he's Yalach to Bidrach, and he feels the Tzara of Klai Yisrael, Hashem says, I'm going to bring the Gula through you, I'm going to bring the Yeshua of Klai Yisrael through you. So that's another reason, again, why Gideon was chosen to be the one to bring the Gula, because he felt the Tzara of Klai Yisrael, he felt their pain. It's a beautiful, definitely quite a few Gedalim who were the epitomized this concept of defending Klai Yisrael. One of the most famous ones was Rebbe Levi Yitzchak He was known as the defender of Klai Yisrael, Sanegar of Klai Yisrael. It's one of the most famous stories told about him is that there was a, one time a wagon driver was going out to fix his wheel. One of his wheels of his car broke and he ran out during diving to fix his wheel and he was dressed in his talisman film. So many of the people around him were laughing at him. He said, look at this person, this lowly person. He's wearing a talisman film while he's fixing his wagon. Such a terrible thing. How can he mevaz a talisman film? And he really believed Yitzhak Barditchev, who was there, he turned his eyes up to Hashem and he says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, how amazing are your people, how amazing is Klai Yisrael, that even when they're doing the dirtiest, most disgusting thing, cl- fixing their wheels, they are performing your mitzvahs. So it's definitely a beautiful idea, definitely a beautiful concept to try to defend Klai Yisrael, not Chas Hashem, to be on the other side, to be Chas Hashem, being Mikatrik, trying to point out the others of Yidin. Moving along to the end of the park. The pasuk rings down that Hashem tells Gideon that he should build this, build this mizbech. He should build the, build it with the with Avodah with the Asherah. So the Gemara in Tzur and Daf brings down that on that day there were a bunch of things, eight things which were permitted on that day that they're allowed to be over. The Gemara brings down. Dami Rabbi Abba Bar Kahana Shmoyne Dvarim Mitzur Beis Elayla Chutz the Isser of Shachting something outside the base of Mishka outside of the Mishka on the base of Megdish Velayla. Also the carpenter brought at night, which is generally his answer. Vizaris Gideon was on a kain. And he brought the carbon, the klisharis, that is brought without a klisharis, the carbon is brought without a klisharis, klisharis, 
he used the utensils which an asher is used, the atzi asher, and he used the atzi asher itself, umukta, and he used the carbon which was designated for Vedazar. So the Mara again brings down that these 80 sermon were permitted on that night. So what exactly is the pshat? So if you take a look in the Shaz and Shuvas, Rambam and Rambam, the son of the Rambam, 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 also tremendous Talmud Chacham, most famously known probably for his Sefer, Master of the Hashem, a beautiful Muslim Sefer, also his appearance on Chumash. So in the Shailas, in Shail Tezvav, they ask in the Shail, Yom Dein Rabbeinu, what exactly, Ma Pirish, Ma Shunem Yisbarach Gideon, what exactly is the Pshat that Kodesh Baruch tells Gideon to do this Avera, to bring the, to bring the Mizbech, using the Asher, using the Baal. So the Rabbeinu Rabbeinu Amr responded, you're right, that technically these things, like the Gemara Tumor says, these were Averis. However, this was a moment, this was a time, which was a Hayrasha. The Rabbeinu Rabbeinu responds, Hayrasha, Lefitzivi, Elekim Yisbarach, Uki Yitzibai, Belitzivi, HaKadosh Baruch, Zman Yadarech Rasha, that sometimes we find that HaKadosh Baruch will command somebody, and it'll be Hayrasha, to be over certain Yisrum. So that, it seems, is the shot over here, that even though technically there's a Yisrum, like the Gemara says, however, over here, since HaKadosh Baruch commanded him, it was Hayrasha, and that's why Gideon listened to what Hashem said. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.